get it. And I'm a girl camper. I go places and I do things in my Liberty Outdoors lightweight towable trailers. Along the way, I meet many interesting people traveling the back roads, and I want to share their stories with you. We will talk about the qualities of what makes a girl camper and how you can be a girl camper too. The girl campers are having a party, and you're invited. Stay tuned while I share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. Welcome, I'm Janine Pettit, girl camping ambassador, blogger, adventurist, and podcaster, and this is a mini episode of Girl Camper, the podcast. We are talking about transforming today. We're on sabbatical for the whole month of January, but I'm coming back on February 5th with our regular full episodes, all full of great RV content and inspiration. But right now we're talking about transformation with transformation expert, Bob Thompson. In week two, we talked about the stumbling blocks that people come across anytime they set a goal. Last week, we talked about creating an action plan, and this week we're here and we're talking about dealing with setbacks. Bob, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, you know what? I love um, I, I love this content you've created with me, um, and I think it's really great what you've told me about dealing with setbacks, that you have to understand from the outset of anything you set a goal to achieve that there's going to be setbacks. Yeah, so, it's going to happen. Yeah, so let's talk about that in itself. Like, yeah. Uh, whenever you set a, your goal and you we talked about creating that action plan, mm-hmm. and I like to generally set it from a year out mm-hmm. and then work backwards because when I know, hey, this is what I want to accomplish in a year back and mm-hmm. also understanding really what I want to accomplish in three years and five years, you mm-hmm. know, I, most people I believe should do that. But then when you, hey, here's this one year plan, this is what I'm going to do. Then I can break mm-hmm. it down into quarterly chunks and then with that into weekly chunks mm-hmm. as well in order to accomplish it. But unfortunately, life, the world, it doesn't work perfectly where every mm-hmm. time you stack it up, you stack it up and you're never going to have something kind of come in the way. So when you're creating this plan, you have to understand, you have to know when you're going into this, there's going to be something that comes up that tests you, that almost derails you or could derail you because mm-hmm. it's just not going to be perfect. Right. So it's understanding that from the get-go so that when it happens, Mm -hmm. it doesn't throw you through an absolute wreck. Okay, so I I like what you said about this. You said, you know, A, you have to remember this, know this from the uh, outset, there's going to be setbacks. And the first thing you have to do when you hit that setback, and it could be like, let's just say you're saving to buy something, but then your hours get cut at work. And this has got to change your whole savings plan now. You say we can't let setbacks define us. Absolutely. So, so how do we keep from doing that? By by doing what you said, like uh, like looking back on your past successes. Well, or? you can look back at your past successes, but focus on what you can control. Okay. You can't worry about the things that you can't control because mm-hmm. it's it's just mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna frustrate you. So, focusing on what you can control because then you can then hit reset. Mm-hmm. So, hey, you know what? Uh, my hours were cut back. But mm-hmm. this was still my goal of what I needed to save every single week. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you got to look at, is there any anything else that maybe you're wasting money on? What can okay. I then remove so that I can still hit my goal? Or, or maybe pick up a part-time. Or is there, another, yeah, is there another way that I can start getting more hours to accomplish it? You have to start mm-hmm. looking for solutions. Too many people get stuck at looking at the problem and not how can I solve this problem. Oh, okay. So when we look at, all right, here, because we can control that. Right. We can't control the situation that just occurred. 
Mm-hmm. You know, people get sick, hours, you're, maybe the company's not doing well, your, your hours get cut back or something like that. Mm-hmm. So what can you do? You can either save more by getting another job, by working more hours or something of that mm-hmm. nature. That's mm-hmm. what you can control. So instead of just when you're given a problem, you know, being like, well, here it is. I guess I, I can't do this, what I wanted to do. It's right. all right, cool. This has happened. Th- that's done. It's, Plan B. What's next? What can I do to overcome that? Okay. So, I, and I think a lot of people might use that first setback like that as just like, a, oh, it's not meant to be. I knew this was going to happen. You could fall into stinking thinking. Absolutely. And because it, it's tough. You're like, I, I was doing so good for X amount of time or whatever. Now I set this up and now it's just not going to happen. But you want to go back and be like, I have this plan. I created this plan. Right. I'm not going to deviate from this plan. This is what I told myself mm-hmm. that I'm going to do and I'm going to accomplish it. So I have to make sure that I do whatever is necessary to make that happen. If we go back to what we talked about last week, mm-hmm. making sacrifices. Now we might have to make a little bit more sacrifices in mm-hmm. order to accomplish this. And that's why you have to intrinsically want it. You know, mm-hmm. it's great having that support mm-hmm. system and creating that right environment because if you have the right environment, you have the right support system. When you have these setbacks, they'll help pick you up, mm-hmm. but also you're going to want it. So when you go, oh, you know, you're upset for that day, you're down, cool. Mm-hmm. Move on. Move on. What do you have to do next? And that's what you mean by not letting it define you. Don't let it define you. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, this isn't the end. Yeah. It's just, just there. It's just, you know, and, hey, and I got a bump. I got to go around it. I got to go over it. And that's life. That's life. Not just in what you said. It's, it's in anything. Anything. Anything yeah. you're going to try and do. It's going, it's not if it happens, it's when it happens. It will happen, mm-hmm. especially in a year. It could, for some people, it may even happen every single week, you know, and it stinks, but you know, you just have to, all right, how can I, how can I get around this? How can I, what can I, so, mm-hmm. uh, what can I then create as a solution? Uh, mm-hmm. And then build that character. And then when you start doing that, yeah. you start realizing that no matter what life throws at you, right. you're going to overcome it. My neighbor had a, um, um, she had to lose 100 pounds. Okay. Her sister is a doctor. So she was on this physician-monitored weight loss program, and she was walking every day and doing very good. And her knee started swelling up, everything. Like, she couldn't walk anymore. Ended up having to have a knee replacement, but... She signed up for the Y and started swimming. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I can't walk anymore, but what can I do? Yeah. And still make sure that I'm eating properly. Right. Because I, I, you know, if I'm not able to walk, some people might get derailed and they mm-hmm. might start eating, you know, going back to maybe their old eating habits. Mm-hmm. So I can still make sure that nutritionally I'm sound. Mm-hmm. And then there's other activities I can do. All right, I can't walk. You still got an upper body. You can yeah. still do a ton of upper body workouts. You can still hop in the pool. Right. You can start taking away the pressure on that. You can still move a ton. Yeah. There's... There's never anything that just derails us that says, well, I can't accomplish this. It's just, all right, what's the alternative? What do I have to do next? That maybe originally we didn't think of. Okay, but you say it's also important to analyze why it happened and then eliminate that. Absolutely. I mean, if it's something that you have to look at why it happened so that it doesn't repeat itself. Mm -hmm. You know, but that also is looking at is it something that you did that you can control? Right. You can't help that someone cut your hours. Correct. But if you got sabotaged because um, you're trying to stop spending, yeah. you had lunch with a girlfriend, and then the two of you went out and burned up the credit cards. Yeah. That was in your control. Or did your hours get cut because you weren't performing? Ooh. I didn't even you know, think That's another thing to look yeah. at. Were your hours cut because you were showing up late? That you weren't doing your tasks that you were supposed to do. Okay, you were the first man to go because you were the lowest yeah, performer. Correct. Um, so you're only you're going to be rewarded on what you accomplish, a lot of times, and putting that effort forward. So you have to look at all right. Was this something that was that I could have controlled from the get go? Okay, cool. Now I can correct that. Now I can fix that mistake. Or mm-hmm. is it the environment that I'm going back to? All right, mm-hmm. did I? 
go out drinking with some drinking buddies and fall into the old habits or something of that nature mm-hmm. and then eat like garbage that night and the next day right. and miss a couple workouts. Right. right. Oh, cool. Now, next time I know if I do hang out with them, I let them know from the beginning. I am not doing this. This is this is my standard. Don't mm-hmm. take me off of my standard. Okay. Let's talk about that for a minute, you know, because we all have people in our lives and they're they're doing their thing. And you used to have fun with them doing whatever it is you're doing, you know. And you're 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 such a stand-up guy now, but you had your partying days. I I remember <laughs> when your mother and father were very worried about the amount of partying you did. And then one day you just woke up and said, "That's over." Yeah, I have to, it's I not working that. for me. It's not working. I don't want it to define me. Yeah, and I don't want it to. That right there can alter what I want to accomplish. Right. I knew what I wanted to accomplish. I knew what I wanted to do, and I didn't want to have that derailing me or right. setting me back. So that's something that I can control. So, so you made that known to your friends, like, hey, I'd love to see you, but let's just go out to dinner or let's yeah. do something else. I will tell them I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, and that's it. And if they can't accept it, that's their fault. And then that's their problem. Then we're back to the mind game where you cut those people. Correct. Like, yeah. Like, and if they're worth being like you, buddy. If, but yeah. And if they're worth it, they're going to be like, I completely understand. Yeah. You know, I want that. If they're like, and I'm well, supporting hey. you. Correct. And you have to something that's been really important to me is setting your own standard. So many people are afraid to say, hey, no, I don't want to do this or anything like that. Maybe they're worried of how somebody will perceive them, will look at them or anything of that nature. But if somebody's going to judge you for not wanting to do something that's not conducive to you or your goals, it's not somebody you want in your life anyway. Okay. So so it's really important that you analyze why it happened. Absolutely. And and, and then try to correct it or eliminate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another thing you say is when a setback happens, say you do this with your buddies or you went shopping with your girlfriends or you drank too much at a dinner party and then you ate all the chips and dips at the entire party. When you wake up the day to the next day, you got to do the next right thing. Let's do the next right thing. Start getting those small victories again. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. And then you start building up that winning track record mm-hmm. and you go right back into it. It happened. It's done with. You can't change that. Because you could be very demoralized by that. And then just you think, can, oh, God, I'm not good at this stuff. You start with the negative self-talk. Yep. Yeah. So you just got to remember, hey, this is the goal that I set for myself. I created this plan. Mm-hmm. Here's what I have to do in order to accomplish it. If we're looking at the year, mm-hmm. three years or even five years, mm-hmm. that one day, that one night is minuscule. Right. Get right back on track. Right. Do the things that you can control. You can control what you're eating. You can control what workouts you're doing. Mm-hmm. When you're going to sleep. All right. What mm-hmm. you're buying. Those mm-hmm. are things that are all in your control. Just get right back onto it. Start getting those small victories again. I like this idea of looking at it in a time continuum. Okay. So when our youngest, Monique, She had one more semester of college, and she had just hit, like, the wall. And she wanted us to let her quit. And we're Mm -hmm. like, you're not quitting when the goal is in, you know, we can see it. Yeah. And so I I was talking to my girlfriend, who's a therapist, and I said, oh, my God, what am I going to tell Monique? She's, like, in tears. She doesn't want to do this anymore, and and she's so close. And and she sat Monique down, and she said, Monique, you know, look at this. Like, she she put on a piece of paper. Here we are. You're you're one week old. And let's just say you're going to live to 93, okay? And she made Monique look at this at a scale. Where does this one semester, Mm -hmm. these five months that you, it's like a blip. It's nothing. Yeah. And, And that was impactful on me. Like, okay, sometimes we just have to do stuff that um, is challenging for us, but it's just a small amount of time. 
Also, I've noticed that sometimes right before you're about to accomplish something Mm -hmm. is when it gets hardest, is when you're tested the most. I mean, if you think about it, it's like you've just been doing something day in and day out, day in and day out, grinding or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it to accomplish this. And you're like, you're getting tired. Yeah. You're getting bored, but you're so close Mm -hmm. to achieving the goal, Mm -hmm. to, you know, making that check mark, to moving on to the next thing Mm -hmm. that sometimes we just have to reset. Hear maybe mm-hmm. somebody else who's been in the same shoes and hear their story mm-hmm. so that we can kind of just get right back on track. Okay. And you say when this happens, and it's going to happen to everyone, you've got to go back to square one and you've got to sit down and remind yourself of the why. Correct. Always look back to why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. What is it for? And that's why when you're looking into it originally, it has to be something that's so strong and not just on the surface level mm-hmm. because it has to be something that's you're going to kick yourself in your own butt to get going. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I said I was going to do this. This is why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to be tested. I created this plan. Let's get right back onto it. Mm-hmm. And, and I like what you told me before about staying focused on the finish line because th- this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And all my runner friends talk about this, you know, when they're doing a marathon. My my friend Bianca just did the New York City Marathon. And, and there is a point for marathon runners where they're just like, oh, my gosh, you know, like I can't feel my lower body <laughs> anymore. Mm-hmm. But they're they're focusing on the goal. They're focusing on the finish line, We're not what it's costing to get there. It's like being in business. You get stuck on working in the business and then mm-hmm. not working on the business. You're getting stuck in that day-to-day and the small details, but not the not the – multiple parts that make it up Mm -hmm. that are getting you closer to there. So it's just getting, kind of taking yourself back, being like that juggler we talked about, Mm -hmm. looking at that apex Apex. and then moving forward. Yeah. And I got to say this, you know, like for me, going back to square one, we talked about this last week with my food plan and now I had to retrain my brain. I had to look at what is really a serving. I had to really understand what am I really taking in every day. I had to write all my food down and go, okay, this is what 1,250 calories looks like. I'm not doing that anymore. But I'm anticipating that at some point in this journey, I'm going to have to stop, Mm -hmm. go back to square one, and maybe spend a week or two weighing my food again. And then also what you talked about, which I agree with, is then maybe setting up another reward. Mm-hmm. Getting yourself back on track and being like, you know what? If I do this for the next four weeks, mm-hmm. here's what I'm going to give myself. Yeah, I'm going here's to do Here's what spot. I'm going to do. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to have a day spot. So it's creating that reward. And mm-hmm. we do that a lot in my gyms to get people reset and back on track, whether mm-hmm. it be something we do in 21 days, 28 days, or 42 days, mm-hmm. is having that prize at the end mm-hmm. so that we can then focus on that to mm-hmm. get back onto, you know, everything that we need to do in order to accomplish it. So maybe sometimes when you hit that setback, going back to square one, setting that small goal, that victory you have and that reward that you're Mm going to create Mm -hmm. to get get going again and and shifting your mindset back on track. Okay. This is all great. And I really love this. I'm so glad you were here this week to share this. And we just touched on something that we're going to talk about next week. And that is staying in it for the long game. Absolutely. Next week when you're here, we're going to talk about that because... Even when you hit that goal, it's not over. It's not over. It ain't over. It's, it's never it's, over. This is the rest of your life. <laughs> the rest of your life. It's never over. So especially when your goal is a long-term one. Like you have business goals that are one, three, and five years long. I have even longer. You have even longer. If you are going off of the big, hairy, audacious goal yeah. that Vern Harnish has in scaling up, it's your 10-year goal. I mean, it's even beyond that, actually. Yeah. It's... You know, what is it? Was it Apple is having a computer in every home? 
or is mm-hmm. that Dell? One of those. Yeah. It's, that's crazy to think about because at right. the time they weren't even a, a blip on the radar. Yeah. You know, it's having that long-term goal to always keep going after to the point mm-hmm. where you're like, this doesn't even make any sense that you just said that out loud um, and that it's it's not going to happen. But like, nope, getting back on track. So I have the, the 20 and the 25 and the 30-year goals. I think that's so good. And, and I think, too, um, when we're talking about staying in it for the long game, it's not really goals anymore. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. It's how you want to live. Absolutely. You always want to be challenging yourself and hitting that mark and then going, going, going. And yeah. and at the end of it, you know, what is that saying? You know, I don't want to cross the finish line in a crisp white dress. I want to slide into home pace. Yeah. Base, filthy, dirty, screaming. That was a blast. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a big believer is, is oftentimes is getting satisfied and getting content is one of the worst things that can happen. Mm. And this can be tough for a lot of people because mm-hmm. having satisfaction is like, oh, we should be happy, which is – that's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is sometimes we get – we we hit complacent. this point where we get complacent. So it's like, all right. And then we actually start going in reverse. Because we're know, willing like, to live with things that we weren't yes, before. You know, and it's they, – they say if a business isn't growing, then they're mm-hmm. dying. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. If you're not challenging yourself to get to the next step, mm-hmm. then you're going to start going in reverse and getting into those old habits again because you yeah. don't have that next goal to work towards. There's no sitting still. No sitting still. No, no, okay. Okay, Bob, this was great. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank That's you a me. wrap for this week, everybody. Happy trails. We're coming back next week for the last part of our five-part series, and we're talking about staying in it for the long game. How do we make changes permanent? See we're you, gonna teach see you next week. Mm-hmm.